Welcome, friends, to a new month. And this is the month that ushers in spring, right? <laughs> so we really enjoy this month. Um, I am Sue Ellen Jones, and I'm on a journey learning about meditation and about healing. So I welcome you to um, Sacred Silence. It's a place to begin to follow along with a guided meditation. It's also a place to learn and expand because we have permission always to follow our heart, to be aware of our intuition, and to follow mostly our instinct. So welcome to this channel. And also, um, just remember that I do have web pages and the address for that, which is called the Essential Life Essence, will be found in the notes. I would suggest reading the notes and maybe even saving them because they uh, give a lot of information and are good for a reference. Also, you can get a hold of me if you like. And one is through the Anchor app, through their voice message system. Or, again, I have an email and a phone number for a text in my notes. And you're welcome to use those to contact me and ask your questions. Thank you again for listening. Stay tuned for a short and brief advertisement for the Anchor app. And then we will soon follow with today's teaching and meditation. Welcome back. Uh, today we're going to look a little bit more into the reconnective healing. This is a, a program and a book uh, put together by Dr. Eric Pearl. You can find his portal into his teaching at thereconnection.com. Also, he has the reconnection. Uh, let's see, healing for yourself and others, and that would be found on Amazon. All right, and what is the reconnective healing? Well, I just, uh, I make it my own, and so sometimes I use a little bit different terminology with it. But basically, we really are just discovering who we are. And um, he talks a little about the one thing, and I know other people have even labeled it very similarly, um, the one thing. So today we're going to discuss that, <clears throat> and uh, we're going to do our meditation. will be uh, in a very similar uh, style as uh, Eric Pearl, and also to uh, help us to gain that understanding about the one thing. The little teaching before we get into the actual meditation. What then is the one thing? Well, the one thing is who you are in Christ. I do come through a Christian stream. So when I say that, you could put in the words that uh, you are familiar with. It might be universe or something along that line. And um, But one thing is who you are in Christ. And let me just run down that list for you. Like begets like. It's a biblical principle. God made you. He said he made you in his own image. Like begets like. It is not just the outward image. It is all things about him. 
think of you and your children. They are half your husband and half yourself, or, and the father and the mother each dedicating half of the DNA. And they are exact replicas in that regard to you and to um, the father or to the mother. So it is just in the earth the same as it is in the spirit, you see. As Jesus was in the earth, so are we in the earth. So we're exactly the same. Um, All the way through your Bible and through many teachings and many cultures, you will find the reference to the family of God, to the sons and daughters of God, and that is referring to us. Uh, The Bible even says that uh, just as all have sinned or gone astray in Adam, so have all been redeemed in Christ. (laughs) All. What a word. (laughs) Very powerful word. We only wish we could pick and choose when to use it, which I really don't quite understand. Why would you not want to be included in the all of Christ? Why would you argue about that. And yet there are some Christians that say that not everyone is included in that all. In fact, unless you said a prayer or some things that you did, took sacraments or whatever, um, there was something for you to do. And if you haven't done that, then you are not considered part of the all. But just as you did not pick and choose to be part of Adam's sin. You did not pick and choose to be part of the all that are redeemed. It is a principle. It is actually uh, cut and dry. It's foolproof. And so to argue it, uh, I just let people go. Then you obviously don't want to just read the literal word of God. You want to put into it your thoughts, your beliefs, and things that have come through men. So here we are. We find out that all, or that uh, the one thing is to know who you are, and that you are either a son or a daughter. You're in the family of God. And it also says that we are made of incorruptible seed. It cannot be corrupted. So try as you might, you cannot corrupt God's seed in you. (laughs) <laughs> oh, but we sure like to think we can, don't we? You know, oftentimes what we believe is just not true. We have to ex- begin looking at what we believe and say, huh, does this even make sense <laughs> in anybody's world? So we find that we're made in the express image of God. We're made sons and daughters. We're in the family. And by the way, he calls himself what? Father, (laughs) that is a clue (laughs) that there's a family here and that we have a father in heaven. That fatherhood depicts a relationship. And this is so important to the one thing. You see, when you begin to settle down in your heart and mind to what is truth and what is important. It really begins to boil down 
to knowing who you are. And as you unpack that, you're going to discover that you have a father, you are in a family, you are a son or daughter of incorruptible seed, cannot be corrupted, cannot, and you're made exactly like your father in heaven, incorruptible. I like to say the apples do not do not fall far from the tree. <laughs> And that just helps me remember the truth. So today's meditation, we are going to settle our minds and our hearts and get into our quiet, sacred silence. And while there, we are going to use our mind's eye and our imagination to just see uh, the whole relationship we have with God, our Father. It may look like light or it may feel like warmth. It might be that we glow from the inside out. But that would also be in keeping with the scripture which tells us that we are lights. We are to set ourselves on a hill and not hide our light. And you see, there's so much truth here. It's so empowering. And it's all on the inside of you. None of it is going to be found outside of you. You have it all. This is why the meaning of the word all is very important. You cannot change it because it doesn't fit your doctrine. Just accept it. Let it be what it is. Find your spot where you'd like to sit or lie down. And I just recommend everyone to keep their their backs straight so that energy can flow. And we thank you um, for finding this quiet place. We're going to take some deep breaths. Deep breathing quiets your heart, quiets your nervous system, and it helps you uh, usher yourself into the quiet place, the theta brainwave. All right, so now we're going to take our three deep breaths. And we feel calmer and you can feel the tension draining away. And I'd like you to stay here and just breathe naturally, placing your mind and attention on the breath. Put me on pause and stay here for three or four minutes to bring a more centered place of relaxation. Okay, welcome back. And now we're going to use our imagination and see and create in the spirit uh, what we know is a possibility. And one of the things uh, is one thing. We're going to use our imagination to see ourselves as a child of God, to see ourselves with a father, to see the God of the universe from the inside out, to know that we are of incorruptible seed. So how would that look? It'll look a little differently for each one. If what 
ever mean something to you. To me, Father means something. So in my mind's eye, I see myself, and I'm just with the Father. And understanding that He is within me. That the God of the universe is also without me, and the God of the universe is within me. And I'm just in the presence of a Father who loves me. And I allow myself to feel that love deeply. And I just stay under this shower of love and acceptance. And I receive. Perhaps you see yourself more as a, a, a light. Then use your imagination to see the light within growing and expanding, getting brighter, going farther, illuminating more, and observe it. We become the observed, and we also are the observer. And we know that what you look at and place your attention on, that is the direction of change and of energy. Energy goes toward the observed. And that energy we're talking about, when we're using it in spiritual terms, it is love. It is the energy of love. Maybe perhaps you see yourself as a child and you uh, just see yourself playing and maybe just doing fun things that children do play in the water, ride a bike, go outside and play with a dog, play with a friend. Perhaps you're with your father in heaven, the father who is within, the father who is without. But you see yourself in your mind's eye in the sacred place of play and imagination and love. And if all you do is imagine that you are love, that is the point. Seeing yourself expanding and filling and full of God's love. It is the power of God in you. See it with your mind's eye. Feel it. Feel this energy of love, whether it's because you have a father or because you are a child or it could be because you see your self filled with the light of God and the energy of life. In all of this, you see love because love is the end thing. You know, in the Bible, it says you can have faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And it gives a lot of (laughs) examples. And it always comes up love. Without love, you're just a loud noise. It says, a loud-sounding symbol. Love is the power and the relationship of God toward his children. And I would stay in this place and observe this love and feel its warmth. Perhaps it even feels wet. Perhaps it feels like a breeze blowing through. Maybe it energizes you and you feel tingles. Allow yourself to feel. Feel the energy of love as it fills you, holds you, 
embraces you, is you. And we will meet again. Thank you.